roll. That's how we operate. Uh, I am once again joined by my illustrious co-host, uh, DJ Jazzy Jake, King of the Conspiracy. Uh, welcome back. Tzai, Jake! Yes. Uh, king of the king of the whodunit, what if, and why not? Uh, I mean, because honestly, why not? Why, why not? not? Why not? Well, we missed you last week, but it was a good, uh, nice little throwback episode. Uh, I will say, I listened last week, and and you know what? One of the best episodes ever, and I'll explain why in a very brief. Uh, okay, one good topics, good guys. You you got you guys it was like old friends getting back together, chatting. It was great. The second reason, half the episode was about me. So I mean, that was the best episode. I think I think this is the best episode y'all have ever done without me. It was well, amazing. I mean, when you put a target on your back, I mean, you just have to expect. I mean. I, 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 is, is it when I put a target on my back or it's, is it when I'm like that, that much of a figurehead in this podcast that now it's like, even when I'm not here, you know, you just, you just got to mention the old Jake. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, <laughs> you, you look as much as I want to, uh, remind you who the current champion is, uh, at all times, by the way, it's me. Uh, there, there is definitely something to be said who was, uh, one of the longer reigning champions of recent years. Uh, and for the fact that the previous longest reigning champion came on and had a lot to say about you, uh, I think that says something. So that, you know what? There you go. Yeah. There you go. There you go. I'm glad you enjoyed to be the spotlight. It's not going to happen this week. Oh man, why not? I love talking about me. But you know what else I love talking about? Segway. Yeah. <laughs> the G1 finals that we've been still, still not, not talking about for a while. Still not there yet, but good try. Uh yeah. Hey. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Are you telling me a good way to do a Segway isn't to Segway and then just yell out Segways? Yes, that's, that's exactly what, that's exactly what I'm telling you. Dude, being wrong, I want to be right. I I don't care if you think it's wrong. It's it's the right way to do it. I'm well, you I'm know, pretty I'm pretty certain I'm pretty certain the audience are, is going to go with me on this one. Let me just look up what the definition of segue is. Oh, it says see not Jacob Daniel Derrick. Oh, there you go. Oh, it. Full name too. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> um, okay, so anyway, so the G1 finals that we have been neglecting because there's too much SummerSlam talk and the Fiend has been oh oh too entertaining. Oh, the um, Fiend. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we were wrong. We were very wrong. We were we so were very wrong. Like, we were confidently like we didn't even wrong. have the like the two guys in the finals wasn't even either of the guy that we said it would be wrong. We, we didn't discuss it uh, this last time, but uh, uh, but my buddy Ron definitely brought that up before the recording. He was like, uh, "Are we going to talk about the fact that you were both wrong on the G one?" And I was like, "No, no, we're not going to bring that up at all because we don't have to bring that up." uh and yet i bring it up and yet here we are um yeah we were confidently wrong like so the g1 okay one i love uh the g1 for this reason like they will do a left turn in the middle of the uh, tournament and just and just like stare at you like yeah what now but the g1 also i am always right about the g1 a year before I'm right about the G1. Because last year I was all like, oh, it's, it's going to be a Bushi. It's obviously going to be a Bushi. It's going to be a Bushi and Kenny Omega. So obvious at, at Wrestle Kingdom. And then a Bushi loses in the finals. And then this year I discard a Bushi and he wins. So apparently next year Okada is going to win everybody. I'm just going to say it right now. Okada's winning next year. Okay. Well, I mean, We'll we'll reference this in a year's time, but uh, 
I don't, I don't, I don't value your opinion until it comes true. Like, cause I have no oh proof. God, I don't, I don't have any proof. Like, I don't have any proof from last year. So, I mean, I'm taking you at your, know, I'm I, you I, at your word. We, 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 I wasn't here to, uh, to say these words. So you don't know. I understand. And I mean, we've um, all seen how your pickings go. So we'll just have to. Uh, they go pretty good for about what was it seven months in a row? Yes, uh, four of those. I, t- I, t- I took uh, offense to uh, with, Mr. Uh, Ron over there saying he's the longest reigning uh, quick pop champion. Uh, did he do it more than seven or eight months? I don't know. I don't care because I did. So the w- the reason he said that he was the longest reigning is because uh, when he left, like he never officially left, and so he never like lost it if that makes any sense i mean uh, i guess if a champion wins a title and then just says peace i'm out yeah he could be the wrongest reigning champion sure yeah, yeah so i mean i think that's what he was kind of like getting at but then i'll just bring up the fact that like no on the very next pick him you you didn't win so that's, that's where you gave <laughs> it up but uh i think you and him have a lot in common so <laughs> hey anyway times we're getting off topic so anyway so g1 uh, for anyone that didn't watch it and is listening to this, it's like, it's like what are these words you're all saying? I get it. So the G1 finals happen uh, the Monday morning at 2 a.m. after SummerSlam. Like five hours and after SummerSlam. Yes. The finals was uh, Kota Ibushi versus Jay White because Kota Ibushi in the semifinals or in the last night of the tournament beat Okada, uh, knocking him out and putting him in. And then in the same instance, in the last night of the B block, uh, Moxley lost his match and Jay White won his, thus knocking Moxley out as well. <clears throat> and so it was between them two and Kodo Ibushi won. And so this is tentatively setting up Kodo Ibushi versus Kichiko Okada uh, at Wrestle Kingdom in January given that Okada keeps the title until then. Kota Ibushi is 100% because of winning this tournament in the main event of Wrestle Kingdom. It just determines if Okada will keep the title until then. Right. Do you think Okada will keep the title until then? <sighs> That's tough. Uh, no, I do not. I think Really? I think this is where we have a changing of the guard. Okay. So you don't think Wrestle Kingdom is when we have a change in the guard. You think Okada loses it ahead of time, and then it's Abushi versus insert person that Okada uh, loses to. Yes, I feel like I feel like this is where like I know they want their their Okada to be their guy, but yeah. I I feel like they just had this big tournament. I think the best way to continue the whole swerve is to uh to continue like swerving us and so everyone thinks like oh they're gonna go against okada like it's guaranteed because we all thought that okada was gonna go to the end anyway and obviously he wasn't gonna win because it wasn't gonna be okada v okada that would be that although see that would be funny was i thought well see i thought okada was gonna win be the first person to do it since 2000 and then it would be a huge like okay well who's he gonna face at wrestle kingdom and then leading into wrestle kingdom it was gonna be a how do we figure out who faces him? Uh, who's worthy of facing him? You know, and it would kind of be a a build to who's good enough to face the champion at Wrestle Kingdom. That's what I thought we would be doing. You know what you do? Uh, you get a stunt double. You have Okada v. Okada. And it turns out that it's actually 
Damian Sandow. Oh my god. Um Reprising so his role. Stupid. Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. I'm the one with the crackpot theories here. Why are you taking my gimmick? Because Why are you, you taking my gimmick, man? Because that was your opportunity and you didn't say it and I was thinking it. I didn't. I, di- I, didn't, I didn't take the opportunity. How do you do and Okada I, versus I Okada? That's how you do Okada versus Okada. With Damien Sandow. With Damien Sandow um, as his stunt double. See, I, I think Okada will face Abushi at Wrestle Kingdom. And the reason I say that is last year... The main event was um, Omega and Tanahashi. So Okada was not in the main event last year. And in all honesty, at, at their WrestleMania, I don't really see who else they would get to beat Okada to face Abushi there. The only other person I can think is Naito. But Naito and Abushi all this year for the Intercontinental title have been having matches. So they've already wrestled two or three times this year. I guess they could do a scenario where Naito beats Okada, and then it's like, okay, well, now this rivalry is for the biggest prize. Um, So I can see that. But I can also see Abushi's never been heavyweight champion. Okada is the heavyweight champion of New Japan for the past five years or more. So it's like for Abushi to finally, finally win that belt, he has to go through the guy that's right now most known for having that belt. Yeah, I, I could. Think. I I don't know. Like I said, like I'm not as big and invested, so like it's harder for me to make an accurate depiction. Uh, yeah, I'm just going off of like the cliff notes and the the rap sheets and everything like that. Uh, and so mainly what I'm giving is more of like, like an ideal, what I'd like to see. Uh, I don't have as much insider knowledge to go with what I think will happen. Uh, so I go with what I'd like to see and they've already swerved us once with the G1. So it wouldn't surprise me if they swerved us again. Oh, and I I would be surprised with that because, uh, new Japan isn't known for like big swerves, but, um, you know, actually, now that I think about it, you know what would be a swerve? Because the other big thing that happened that night is Kenta joined the Bullet Club. Yep, yep. So no, that's what I'm saying. What if, like... they, what if they have Kenta beat uh, Okada? It's Kenta and the Bullet Club reigning with that title, and now Abushi has to fight leader of the Bullet Club, Kenta. See what I mean? That's I could, what I'm saying. I could see that. The I could swerve. see that. That, that actually, you know. I think that swerve makes the most sense. If they're not going for, uh, even though I think they're going for Kenta Shibata, but if they decide to do Kenta Shibata um, earlier, like this fall, I could 100% see Kenta and uh, Abushi headlining Wrestle Kingdom. Because that's a big enough name. He's in the Bullet Club, so that would make him a major heel. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that too. Uh, before we transition off of the G1, uh, you, you mentioned G1. And so, uh, I'm going to get my one per weekend. Uh, you know, you know who we're not really worried about making it to Wrestle Kingdom all that much though? Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, because he made his little comment. He made his little stint in the tournament. He made his little, oh, I won one or two matches. I'm, I'm cool. Uh, and that's it. 
So uh, how about you head on back over to Eastern Land and brush up on your Shakespeare and come back over here and try it again next year. Hmm? Good job. Thanks. Thanks for playing. Deuces. I'm just saying he did get a mega big win against Tanahashi. Congratulations. One win. Congratulations. How'd that do? How'd that work out for you? Did you win the tournament? No? Didn't make it to the end? Is that the entire point of the G1? Huh? Yeah? Oh, no? Read, read some more Shakespeare to your dog. Let me know how that works out. Hashtag come at me, I, Zack Sabre Jr. Really good at that. That's all he's good at because it sure isn't wrestling. Yeah, I said it. What What now? Um, by the way, say words, by the way, That's what now. so since we're going to transition, cause what I'd like to talk about now is, uh, is the upcoming AEW versus WWE, uh, this fall, we're about to, we're about to get a new, we're about to hit the nineties again. We can say, I mean, the nineties is back in every other, which way. Yeah. So we might as well, but real quick, this is literally quote unquote breaking news. I don't know if you saw this. Uh have you been following the man on Twitter? Uh I do follow the man on Twitter. Okay. Uh what are you talking about at this moment? Have you seen her most recent tweet? Um I'm gonna go with no for five hundred, Alex. Oh oh it's a big it's big news. Uh okay. it definitely uh well not necessarily threw me for a loop, but it was more of a sudden loop, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, she uh she shared a picture of her and Seth Rollins, uh, okay. and it says "Happiest day of my life for the rest of my life." Are they engaged? It's what it looks like. Okay, no, listen. More power to them. That's awesome. Uh, that you know, good for those kids, right? But to my knowledge. Whenever, if I, if, if the dirt sheets can be trusted and rumor mills and blah, 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 the week that they're like, oh, they're boyfriend and girlfriend on Raw, which is what, a month, two months ago? Yeah. Like, to my knowledge, they'd only been dating for a few weeks at that point. Uh, but that's just it. Like, we're all just kind of guessing on, like, how long it was before they were allowed to go. Uh, okay, like I said, if those can be trusted. Yeah. So if that can be trusted. That is telling me they that they got engaged after three months. It's who knows. This this is my personal opinion. Uh, don't get engaged after three months. Eh. I mean, maybe not. I'll put it to you this way. Uh, you know, this isn't that kind of podcast. Uh, but at the same time, like, eh. I mean, if you knew a person for long enough before then, like. Wait, 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 wait. This isn't the rate and date episode? We're not rating and dating couples? You know, oh, um, you'd be surprised. You know, you'd I be surprised uh, how little we bring this up on this uh, on this podcast. <laughs> uh, but no, no I mean, I'm not like... surprised because all we do is is go off on tangents. Yeah, it's this entire tangent. But I was just flipping through Twitter while we were talking and I was like, oh, that's neat. They're on vacation. And I was like, wait a minute. Those were some interesting emojis. Zoom and enhance on that photo. And yeah, it's uh, it's official. It's true. Well, okay. Breaking news on the Quick Pop podcast that will date this episode when it comes out so people will know exactly how old it is. Yeah, well, whatever. Uh, <laughs> they don't need to know. Congratulations. Uh, anyway, about uh, about big news uh, and Becky Lynch, and you were talking about NXT and AEW going to war. The Wednesday Night Wars. 
The Wednesday Night Wars or, is uh, officially on. As we brought up in the last um, week, uh, the Cold War. Yes. Uh, okay, y'all brought this up last week. I wanted to bring it up again, just go, uh, just do a little bit more of a deep dive. Ace, I'm going to ask you right here in front of uh, your computer, my voice, and our podcast audience. Will you admit now that WWE is counter-programming AEW? Oh, this time, absolutely. 100%. But uh, they have... This is but this is stupid for them not to. This was exactly what I what I said that they should do. Uh, if they were going yes. to put anything up against them, it should be NXT. Um so now, like there are a this... bunch of rumors out there that when they go to TV, Vince and Kevin Dunn will be more involved. So, I've heard that, but then I've also heard that Vince is pulling away from WWE overall. Because he's getting set to focus on the XFL starting in 2020. Okay. See, I heard this. Because um, they uh, it has been said that when the XFL first came out, Vince was trying to do double duty. And about two games into the football season, he was like, hey, you do Raw, you know, and stuff. And, like, he was kind of more focused on the XFL than wrestling. So I was wondering if that would happen. And... Uh, I've only seen one other person report that besides hearing it from you. Um, and I I get it. Um, they think Heyman's go- going to actually run Raw. Eric is going to actually run SmackDown. Triple H is going to actually oh. run NXT. And Vince will run at XFL. I just – I think it's a pipe dream. It's one of those I things where – Vince will go away fully. It's one of those things where, like, I don't think he's obviously going to go away fully. But I, obviously his attention will be elsewhere. Is what I think. I, I think if if not elsewhere, it will be pulled into difference to the point where um where he's going to have so many multiple avenues that he won't just be the dictator, for lack of a better word, that he has been. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It it it'll. It'll definitely be interesting. Uh, it's one of those things where we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, see what happens. See what happens when it gets here. Because at the moment, it's very, you know, speculatory. Like, okay, is Vince going to be around? Okay, is Vince going to be more involved now that NXT is on? Or is Triple H going to stay involved? Like, right now it's all hit or miss speculation. And so, who knows, really? Uh it's just going to be one of those things where we have to, we're going to have to get there before we can start making speculations. Uh, so my few things that I find very interesting. So AEW this week just announced that uh, Tony Schiavone has been hired and will be one of the television announcers. Tony Schiavone and JR both announcing AEW. That's going to be a nostalgic kick in the pants. Uh, um, yeah, but I'm still... Like, everyone's hyped still for JR and everything like that. I mean... JR is not what he used to be. Yeah, he's not what he used to be, and he's definitely he, here's the got thing. about I love a quarter JR, left in the But tank. when you listen to JR, when he jumped and started doing New Japan commentary for their big shows and their American shows, JR doing the announcing for New Japan sounded like your grumpy 
grandpa or uncle or something that like watched wrestling with you when you were a little kid and now is like trying to watch it with you again and it's like oh they're not selling anything and these kids today they can't keep up and oh my god the kids and like it's definitely a nostalgic kick instead of him announcing a match he was complaining about a match yeah it's gonna Um, be a nostalgia kick and they're gonna have to hope that they can ride on the nostalgia kick alone yes exactly but also, uh, NXT, my, my, my second point to get your opinion on is, okay, so NXT is starting a few weeks early, which is smart because they'll probably spend those few weeks um, building to an October 2nd episode. Oh, yeah. That way they have two weeks of hype. Well, because they got to get um, used to the two-hour format, right? Well, I was about to say that. So they're moving to two hours, but as of right now, they're staying at full sell. Right. Which, Do I mean, that makes think- sense. Do, what, oh, it makes plenty of sense financially and um you have a cool atmosphere at full sale and you can probably keep that thing sold out uh it's only 800 seats so like so like i said like you'll it'll always be jam-packed yeah you do you think it's smart when you're going against someone who t- is always talking about like we sell out we sell out you can put forward the image of yeah no big deal yeah exactly um but do you think there will ever be a point with it on TV that even though it's sold out, even though everyone's going crazy, that it's so small that whether it's Vince or whoever in WWE is like, man, your product looks so small compared to all the other ones. We got to get you all on the road. Do you mm. think Do you I think that this will I th- force them to be on the road? I think they'll have specials where they'll go on tour. Almost like, you know, oh, for this, we went here. And for this, we went there. Like, specials. You uh, know what? You, you're, you, you and me are in the same train of thought there. Because but, I was thinking, I'm like, they're going to stay at full sale. The training center's there. Everything's there. Why move around? But it's like, besides takeovers, they may have like a special, you know, every two months, they do like a live Wednesday night from this place or yeah, that place. Yeah, I could see no. them occasionally branching out and doing a special holidays, special events, close mm-hmm. close to big events, you know, the big four, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But as for them being too small, they'll get taunted on that, but like that's when it'll start to show true colors. Like if if AEW starts pulling the oh look at that you're just so small all the time that's when it'll start to show colors. I though. I don't think uh, AEW will pull that. I well, just think fans I, will because right now even though fans don't know what AEW looks like, they've already picked sides. You know, oh, there's of course. People that love AEW. There's people that hate AEW. People that love WWE. Um, and. Uh, I mean, they they know what the talent looks like, but what I'm saying is you don't know what the weekly show looks like. Um, But I just, I think, I think people are picking sides more than the actual two companies. Um, And I just, I don't know, man. I I, want to see both. I'm, I'm a wrestling fan before I'm a promotion fan. Uh, Yes. AEW has a lot of guys I like, and yes, I'm super hyped for AEW, but let's be honest here. WWE probably has one of the best talent-wise rosters they've had since the 90s. It may even be better than the 90s. And wrestling fans as a whole are just rolling their eyes creatively at what WWE is doing. So, man, I look at that roster AEW has, and it's a great roster. But it's like, but even though I like the guys, 
And I'm pretty certain they will do well creative. What if they don't? What if they don't do well creatively with weekly television? What if they're great at telling stories in the ring, but they're not good at building stars? What if they're not good at um, building a story to the match? You know, um, I don't think they will be, but it's just it, it's there. You know, it, the, the potential to fail is there, just like the potential to succeed is there. And I don't know. I, I just I, I want to see it. And I think it's really cool that we're getting another back and forth, even though in this day and age we have DVR and everything else. So it's really not a war in the sense of how it was when you had to flip back and forth and you had to choose which of these two matches you wanted to watch at the moment. Yeah. Um, but I still think it'll be a lot of fun to have that again. Yeah. I mean, it'll be nice to have that uh, that classic rivalry kind of feel, even though the rivalry will be not as like it'll be there but it'll be very fan uh driven than ratings driven yeah i think i think the two rivalries will be fan driven and talent driven because i think both the town of aw and nxt knowing that there's another wrestling show going on while they're going on it'll make them want to have better matches and you know watch me instead of them i think it will be a a war in that instance in It'll be a like a business rivalry where it's like a guy you work with, you may not hate him, but it's like, yeah, but like I want to be a better employee than him or like I want the boss to think I'm better than him or the other. It's like you don't have any ill will to that person. It's just you're competitive, you know? Well, what will be the major thing is like talent acquisition as the dates get closer. Uh, you know, like if WWE has some comebacks, if AEW gets some big names, like that'll be what draws people to go to that particular show. Yeah, that's true. Like, because the ratings won't be the ratings because people will still watch both shows inevitably. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, like, it, there'll still be a lot going into like what did they watch live versus what did they watch overall. Although I've been thinking about this, Ace. Have you thought about how much wrestling we're going to have to keep up with with this I don't, podcast? No, not we. We're going to force Nelstar to watch it. Uh, he's going to have to hold up his end of the bargain because well, you and I are he'll, already... He'll watch, he'll watch AEW. That's what I'm saying. Like I'll continue to watch my two shows. <laughs> so basically what you're saying is, because I just calculated in my head, just just on shows... Just on a week that there's no pay per views. Oh yeah, no. Nine hours of yep. wrestling television. Three hours to of watch Raw and report on. Three hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown, two hours of NXT, two hours of AEW, and then like miscellaneous hours of everything else. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like. All right, so we. Get I love I love you wrestling. So we I get really three do. hour. That's chunks. the reason that we're, that's the reason we're here talking about you. But I also love a life. All right, and so here's the deal, man. So I'll I'll slog through the, the two weeklies as usual. Uh, okay. Uh, Nell Nell will get AEW. Okay. And you can stick with uh, NXT. What NXT? Yeah. Okay. I'll suffer. And then I'll, I'll and then the, the big Japan shows. Okay. Yeah. So so basically, what you're saying is we're we we are all only going to watch certain shows, and then this podcast will basically be the other people book telling us about what we didn't watch. Yeah, it'll be like a book report. You'll be like, hey, <laughs> did you check out this? And I'll be like, no, but that's because this insanity was happening. That actually would be 
amazing because it would be like every week, any one of the three of us is our own listener because it's like, yeah. And then on Raw, like they said, this guy killed Roman. That guy killed Roman. Oh my God. How did they do that? Explain it to me. Tell me the details. And then I'll have to be like, I can't even explain it. I'm still trying to figure it out myself. It makes absolutely no sense. And then I'd be like, dead gummit, man. I didn't watch. That's okay. I, I, I did watch and it still doesn't make sense. Yeah, just a red, red, a red, red bearded trucker. Which time sidebar? Then when we get back, I want him to be the actual killer so bad. I want them to have done it all this be. hype and all this pomp and all this circumstance. And it's like, yeah, there's this random truck driver. He just watched Roman range matches and hated him and didn't think that that guy should be on TV. So he tried to kill him twice. Twice. This is bit. I know. Is it, Bill. I know it won't be. I know it won't be. And to be honest, that was. What what is it with this Roman storyline where when they end the Roman storyline on SmackDown, it's the stupidest thing. And then it's like the next week on Raw, they're like, oh, let's make up for it. And then they do something. It's like, okay, I'm interested again. That's kind of cool. Yeah, they but definitely like, know how to hook you again because you're like, all right, this is dumb. And then they start the story up and you're like, all right, I- I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, but it's like the, the, the falling, uh, the, the first thing, the falling uh, over on uh, – uh, SmackDown with like the GoPro on the scaffold and stuff. That was the stupidest thing ever. Then he gets hit with a car and you're like, okay, all right, okay. Yeah. And then they're like, we're gonna tell you who it is. And it's like, it's this red bearded truck driver. It's like, what the, what is this? So I'm expecting, expecting Monday on Raw them to do something amazing, like set Roman on fire. And then you're like, oh, okay, okay. And then we're like, oh, it's okay, the Undertaker. cool. And then it's like, oh, it's the Undertaker. Um, right. But we're gonna we're gonna be wrapping up. But I believe. Uh, you had a philosophical question you wanted to pose to me. Okay, so we won't Jordan spend too Grace, much time on it, but we do need to. I, I, I understand. We need to cover this. This is a big deal. This is a big deal, though. But it is. It is a big deal. Jordan Grace on Twitter was talking to somebody, um, and basically they were talking wrestling as if it's sports teams. She was basically like, "That's your problem. You're looking at it the wrong way." Wrestling, she said, "Wrestling is not a sport. It is an artistic expression." Which then Jim Cornette hated and like railed on her and everyone else railed on her. But I think it is a legitimate point because where wrestling is an athletic contest, is it a sport? So, or is this just a play with muscles? So it all depends. Uh, okay. It's at, I've, I've been racking my brain because you brought this up a while back and you said you were going to ask me about it. And so I've been pondering it occasionally to figure out how I was going to answer this. And I think I figured out how I'm going to answer it. Well, please do. So the way I would answer it is the same way my wife would, would answer someone saying, why does your husband watch wrestling? Because everyone says, oh, it's fake. Oh, it's predetermined. Why would you watch yes. it? To which she would always respond, well, yes, the story is set. Like, it is a story. So there's already, you know, a intro, an apex, a climax, and a conclusion. And that's not different. Like, that's set in stone, you know, barring rewrites by Vince McMahon. But the, the story is there. Like, we all know that by far, by large, that the story is there. Now, how that story is told, though, is not just words. Um, when the guy gets up there and does a five-star frog splash on a dude on the the map, yeah, they know what they're doing. Yeah, there's some kind of precautions that they can do when it goes into doing it. But, like, that's still a dude jumping, you know, 10, 15 feet onto another dude. And... 
there has to be training to make sure you don't hurt yourself or hurt the other person. Um, the the punches, we all know that there's some uh, instances where it's like, oh, well, that didn't hit them whatsoever. Um, I'm going to break the illusion just a little bit, but I mean, this is a wrestling podcast, so every once in a while the the curtain gets pulled back. Uh, every we all know that super kicks don't always be they they don't always be super kicks, okay? That we know we know how the slap happens, we know how the impact works, but you still have to like reel yourself in because a lot of super kicks are done where like they're not looking at the person when they're doing it. You know, it's that like uh, fade away, look away, super kick. Uh, so you have to know like how to where to stand and how to extend your leg and when to do it in order to sell the fact that you're still putting on an athletic display. So yeah. when it comes to is it a sport or is it just theatrical entertainment? It's a really sellout kind of answer. Uh, but honestly, it's both. Uh, because you could like, for example, nobody is looking at James Ellsworth as the peak performance of athleticism yet. He still needs to know what to do. And he still has to be in good enough shape to do half the stuff that happens to him and stuff he does. So when he gets suplexed and when he occasionally suplexes somebody else, like there's still a modicum of like strength that those guys have to do. Yes. They assist each other when they're lifting, but they're still lifting. Like there's still an essence of strength there. Um, so it just really breaks down to like, what do you consider a sport? Does a sport have to have points? Does a sport have to have a winner and a loser? Does it have to be skill-based? It depends on what your firm definition of sport is, or is it a show of strength and athleticism in a contest scenario? Now, granted, that was where it gets into the other side of things where the contest is predetermined. Um, so imagine boxing, but someone's like rigged the fight. There's still a boxing match that happens, but the person knows who's going to lose because they're going to throw the fight in the end. But the boxing match still happens because they still have to sell the fact that who wins and who loses. The same concept applies in wrestling. They know who's going to win, but you can't just have somebody go in there unless you're Hulk Hogan and, you know, flick somebody and they just hit the mat and they pin him and they're like, ah, yes, he definitely won through his strength. Like you have to sell the fact that he won and why he won and how he won, even though the match yeah. is already predetermined. Uh, I, I would agree with most of that. I will say this. If I uh, get into my head, I have to pick one. Uh, I'm picking artistic expression. And here's why. <clears throat> Wrestling. All the things you said is true. But wrestling is a play. Yeah. Hands down, end of the day, wrestling is a play. Oh, you yeah. have a lot of characters. They they have to get these lines. They can ad-lib some, but they basically have to go out there and sell you that, oh, they're this tough guy, and oh, they're fighting for this reason and that reason. And then there's there's a fight. There's fights and plays, too. And what it is is it's uh, aggressive, choreographed mo uh, movement. Yes, you can get hurt. You could get hurt in a, a, a fight on a movie. You can get hurt in a fight on a play or anywhere else. So so there's that. Okay, then what you said about the training. Dancers in a play have to train. They have to stay uh they have to stay athletically fit enough 
to be able to pull all these uh, crazy dance moves and all this other stuff. Actors have to get in physical shape to look the part. They have to train for all these stunts they're going to do and stuff, just like in wrestling. Wrestling is uh, scripted. It is predetermined. Yes, it is an athletic. Okay, well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know what? I'm just going to... uh... I'm just going to say right there. Um, I don't. I don't know where he was going with it, but uh, for for sure, for sure, one hundred percent, everything that uh, that Jake said there um, stands true. Uh, and I would have to. I would have to agree with him. Oh, oh, he's back. Oh, did you lose me? Yes, we lost you there for a moment. Of course, you went offline, but it's okay. Uh, the power of editing will fix that. But basically. Uh, I was just explaining that, yes, absolutely, for sure. Uh, I would, if I, like you said, gun the head, I would lean more towards the quote-unquote play aspect of it uh, because it's it's more that than it is a sport. Uh, yes, hands down. Um, it's, now, it, it's, I wouldn't go full like, oh, it's not a sport, you know, and, and tick off Jim Cornette because that's a, that's a terrible idea. Oh, oh, Jim but, Cornette, if you're listening to this podcast, Bring it on, you grumpy old man. I respect you as a manager and everything you did for the business, but holy crap, dude. Calm down. It's not a sport. You're in a overpriced soap opera with muscles. Yeah. That's all wrestling is. I adore wrestling, but that is what wrestling is. It's true. It's true. I just you know, I just don't want to incur the anger of anybody that runs around with a tennis racket. That's all. I mean, uh, oh, he did do Smoky Mountain wrestling, so he's probably he doesn't probably live too far. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so oh, yeah, so, you're, uh, you're gonna wake up one day. Uh, that was Ace that said that, Jimmy. No, 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 um, no, 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 no. You want Ace's address? You he heard. Lives, uh, why am I... You heard exactly the difference in the voices. Uh, so let's let's make sure to be clear here. I'm just saying, Jimmy, only one voice said they respected you as a manager and everything you've done for this business. Uh, so, And the other one said, bring it on. I'm just saying, bring it on. Ooh, them are fighting words. Ace, uh, calm the... it down. You're trying to go to fisticuffs with old Jimmy C. You know what? How about you get to work on uh, the project that you're supposed to be working on? How about that? Uh, that project should be done this weekend. Yeah, way to date, date yourself there too, buddy. All right, so we're going to go ahead and... Uh... <laughs> hey, 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 everyone, whenever you do hear this, uh, be looking on Ace's, unfortunately. Oh, be, looking, be on, looking on my social media. It's coming. Be looking on Ace's social media because we have something special coming down the pike. Oh, man. There's going to be so many pictures. Hey. I'm excited. <sighs> I know there is. I know there is. Hey, if anyone listening to this follows Ace, let me put it this way. You won't be able to miss it. <laughs> you won't be. Because if you think you missed it, just click his timeline. And when you see about five posts in a row that are just different angles of the same picture, yeah, that's the thing. Jacob won't miss it either because I'll tag him in every single one. I'm going to do a vlog of me just walking to the airport just with that. That's how it's going to be. Oh, oh man. I, I don't even have Snapchat, but you'll find a way just to Snapchat. My, I'll be like, how did this app even get on my phone? Yeah, I'm going to hire your wife to put it on there. But uh, anywho. In, in all in all honesty, you won't have to hire her. Just tell her about it. She'll laugh and do it. Yep, I know. That's my point. Um, <laughs> but I got to run. You got to run. You got things to do. We all got things to do. We got lives to live. Uh, thank you for being on once again. It was always, as always, a pleasure. We missed you last week. Uh 
really we did even though it sounded like i was having the time of my life you were always uh, missed when you cannot be around um so thank you for being here this week and uh yeah that's all i got to say any final words before we uh cut you loose uh, now that you said time of my life, I have to recreate the Swayze dance with you and gonna, put it up on social media. I'm going to shut you down. I'm going to shut you down right here now. I, I don't have to. Nope. Nope. See? Time of my life. I only dance once every five years and I uh, still got about. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, we're going to be Jakeless next week. Uh, time of my life. Whether he knows it or not, I'm going to murder him. Thank you for listening. Uh, Good night, everybody. Swayze out.